Alright. <laughs> Alright, so this is Drinks in English, the informal podcast where your host, Ricky Mendoza, that's me, where I just chat and sit here with my drink. And if you join me with the beverage of your choice, whatever that may be, it's a free country, it's a free universe. Um, and today I chose coffee. <laughs> it's 6.30 in the afternoon on this Thursday, March 26. And today I want to talk about to fear or not to fear. A lot of people have different names for fear. <laughs> Some people call it panic, anxiety, worry, pessimism. But at the end of the day, it's nothing more than the fear of the uncertainty of both the short-term and the long-term effects. But more specifically, of this specific pandemic that we are living here in the United States. In other places, and, and I say specifically here in the United States because I don't live in China, I don't live in Italy, I don't live, uh, I, I go to Mexico, but they seem to be not panicking. It seems to, uh, for them, uh, for the beautiful people of Mexico, it has not arrived uh, just as as it's arrived here in the United States. So I live in Austin, Texas, and I am in, and I, I live in both in San Antonio and in Austin, Texas. And here in Texas, the situation, at least right now, is we are in a lockdown. It, this whole state of Texas is not in a lockdown, but the city of Austin and the city of San Antonio are in lockdown. And what does that mean is that we just cannot go out <laughs> and be about. And only people that are, that are considered to have essential jobs are the ones that can actually go out and work. But there's a lot of people here that are unemployed, have either been laid off or their hours have been cut and are gripped by this fear, this overwhelming fear, because either because of the constant news cycle of what's happening financially in their lives, and uh, and I'm just I just want to share my thoughts on how I'm dealing with that situation <laughs> of both the short term and the long term and how I deal with that fear, that panic, that worry, that pessimistic outlook. <laughs> and uh, so in the short term, at least, you know, in the like tomorrow, what, what am I going to do tomorrow? There, there are people that are helping out there. We're the, the federal government actually just passed a stimulus and uh, that's supposed to help in something, hopefully. There's supposed to be 
sending out checks to most of America. Ah, drinking some water, too. Ah, good, good, good. So there's help out there. If you don't know how or if you're doubting on how the hell I'm going to pay the rent, um, there's help out there. Um, and, of course, obviously, your friends and family are here to help. If you're stuck in a situation and you don't know what the hell to do, uh, feel free to message me and we can figure it out together. Um you know, I'm not an expert, I'm not a millionaire, I'm not a gazillionaire, <laughs> but I think that we can find, you know, a way to help you out. <clears throat> um, but anyway, first off, how to deal with this short-term fear. What to do tomorrow? What do I do next week? I don't know, you may not have a job, or maybe you got your hours cut. So what I do, or, you know, not even that, you know, it can be a more personal situation like I don't have any toilet paper. <laughs> the, the first thing that I do is assess the situation of how it actually is. You know, put all the news, all of the, uh, um, the exterior world, as I call it, and put that in a little box and just put it aside, put it in a corner and think about, I think about myself and how do I need to deal with me, with my self-being. You know, maybe you ran out of beans. Maybe, um, you know, just assess and evaluate what's going on with you. Are you going to be okay for a week? You know, it's not like supplies are going to end. <laughs> They're not. They, they, you know, they're always adding more stock. They just can't keep up with the demand of the stock because there's people hoarding um, and making their disaster kit <laughs> a little bit too late, folks, but they're making their disaster kit, which is probably a good thing. But hoarding is probably a bad thing because there's actual people in need. Um, but anyway, that's another topic, and I'm just judging. <laughs> But, you know, take care of yourself. Find, assess the situation of how it actually is. And then secondly, do something and take action. And I know, I know, this all sounds really dumb. Like, Ricky, duh. Of course, it's obvious. <laughs> you know, evaluate what the situation and do something about it. Take action. But sometimes we are gripped with this fear in your guts and it stops us from thinking with our head. And sometimes we just go with instinct and we are surrounded. We are drowning in information of news cycles, of constant news cycles, just gripping us with fear and worry and pessimism. We're like, shit. And... That helps, and sometimes it just helps to remember super simple things like this, just to evaluate and assess the situation about yourself, about your well-being, and then do something and take action. Focus on what you can actually control, because you cannot control the president, you can't control Congress, you can't control your governor, you can't control the exterior world of other people you can't do that 
You can't control that. And I know it may sound threatening to us. Other actions, you can't control the virus. It sounds like a real threat. It sounds scary. But you can't control that. What you can control is what you are doing for yourself and your well-being. Either mentally, spiritually, financially. You know, worry about yourself. And that leads me to the next thing, which is the long-term. How do I deal with that long-term fear? That long-term worry of what the hell is going to happen in the next six months, in the next year, in the next five years. And especially to those who are probably laid off, trying to figure out what is the next move. Like, holy shit. What's my next move? What is my next move? What do I do? I'm gripped. Well, I say, again, assess the situation of how it actually is. And for the long term, that means assess what you know how to do. Assess your skill set. Evaluate your knowledge of what you can do. And more importantly, in the long term of what would you like to do. What would you like to do that is fulfilling as an 80-plus career, as your next career move that you're going to be spending? Because in these things that we call jobs, you know, we're going to spend a good chunk of our time, of your time, which we don't know if there's anything after this death thing. But in your time, we're going to be spending the majority of this time at work. <laughs> and it better, I don't know, but to me it feels like it better be something that I really love and that I'm fulfilled by it. And it can be something as silly as being, you know, it may sound silly, but I want to be, I want to live as a musician. Or maybe you're really into the Flintstones. I, I don't know. Whatever fulfills you, run towards that. Visualize that and say, what the hell do I want to do? And then do something about it. And I know it sounds super obvious, Ricky, again. <laughs> it sounds super obvious. <laughs> this is so stupid, Ricky. Of course we know that. You know, I know that I need to look at my situation and then act upon it. But again, sometimes we're just ensconced. Sometimes we're just wrapped in fear and panic and worry. And sometimes it's just good. It just feels good to remember simple stuff like this. Like just to evaluate your situation and then do something about it. And when I say do something, especially in the long term, I say make small, constant efforts that can lead to your, to the result that you want. So in my case, I don't know, I like being a musician. I, you know, F like. I love being a musician. Everything that it entails of the process of creating 
music, of creating lyrics, of creating a recorded song, and then maybe performing it. I love all that shit. I love all that shit. And right now, I don't live live off it. I don't live off of it. I have no economic gain at all. At all. Like I do maybe get paid like a hundred bucks here and there for a gig or whatnot. But, you know, it's not going to pay the rent. <laughs> but I'm making small, constant efforts every time. I study music. I look at music. I study on ways on how to improve my recordings. And maybe that that is helpful to you. You know, if you want to be, I don't know, an engineer, a filmmaker, or whatever. You know, constantly improving on your craft can lead to huge results. And I call that uh, the Skelter Method. And I, I, I named it that so I will not forget it because it means a lot to me. The Skelter Method is it's spelled S-C-E-L-T-H-R and it means small constant efforts lead to huge results. And it's helped me out so much in my life because just imagine this imagine that you want to have a great body and you just work out I don't know you take 20 minutes out of your life out of your day and you do that let's say you do it three times a week and you work out for 20 measly minutes not every day but you're doing it three times a week and you do that constantly, 20 minutes here and there, 20 minutes, uh, 20 minutes on a Monday, 20 minutes on a Wednesday, 20 minutes on Friday, hard, intense, you go it, you do it. You are going to get huge, dramatic results from that small thing, from that small effort. You're going to have huge results. Your body is going to look dramatically different from the rest of us that aren't, doing, that aren't doing shit. And just because you invested that small little time, and it makes a tremendous difference on whatever you do. And, and just chase that happiness. Chase what that fulfillment. Um, because it really makes a tremendous difference and has made a tremendous difference in my life. And it's helpful that I know it sounds super obvious and it sounds super simple, but it's just helpful to remember that, that thing. Because sometimes we just find ourselves so gripped with fear and we freeze or we run or we, you know, we just stop doing shit because, I don't know, we're just human. <laughs> but the bottom line is that fear is super helpful in making us do something. Fear is a motivator. And you either run or fight. And I try and use fear to help guide me and not to rule or take over my life. Fuck that. You know, if you have fear, appreciate it. Those feelings of fear inside of you are there to protect you and not, and not to overcome you, not overwhelm you. And sometimes it... it does overwhelm you like a blanket but your actions are that knife 
that will cut through that shit. And even the smallest actions, the smallest efforts can be super helpful. <laughs> and that's that. And I don't know. That's just sometimes really cool to remember that. And I just wanted to share that with you um, because I, 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 I admit I did get overcome with a little bit of panic, a little bit of fear, and I was constantly checking the Google News and and uh, checking, you know, just checking the news. Well, what the hell is happening? I I go outside and it's normal outside, and it's a sunny, beautiful day outside. And I just and just that not knowing sometimes makes it worse. And and I I just can't. It's not healthy for me mentally, emotionally. It's not. And uh, so I wrote something for myself and just thought that I would, you know, share it with you. So here it is. <laughs> and I hope you're still having a drink with me and hanging out. And, uh, of course, if you have any questions or comments or um, anything that you want to share, maybe a, a next cool topic, um, feel free to message me. Uh, I'm at, uh, you know, through email or Facebook or whatever you do. Uh, it's the email is drinks at rickymendoza.org. All right. And uh, this podcast does have a website and you can send your, uh, um, you know, your comments or messages or whatever through there as well. And it's Ricky Mendoza with a Z, rickymendoza.org slash drinks. <laughs> And I am a musician and a filmmaker. And you can uh, enjoy my music on Spotify or Apple Music if you have those. If not, it's totally free. The music is always free at rickymendoza.org. Um, hit me up on YouTube or, or wherever you, you enjoy it. And the films, my video production company is called Storymakers Production Company. And it's at storymakers.co. All right. And you can... Just watch all the stuff that I do there. Well, thank you for joining me. And I hope you enjoy as much as you can the rest of your day. And uh, come back and subscribe to this podcast. And I hope to catch you again soon to have some drinks.